<laughs> back to the Two Heads Are Better podcast. Yep. Hi. Hi, Sarah. Hello, Ashlyn. And welcome back once again yes. to Two Heads Are Better. How are you feeling today? Feeling I, good? I feel good. Me too. I'm happy to be here with you. I think that's why I'm in such a good mood. I know. I'm like, Sarah, hi, hi. <laughs> I get so hyper. You bring out like a hyper no, side of me. No, wait, weird, because you bring out a hyper side of me. You like... do get hyper. And then it's unusual <laughs> yeah, for you. I know, yeah. I'm like, we already talked you're about like, your You're like, where's this energy I'm coming like, from? <laughs> because you, I know you're the kind of person that um, like someone's, en- the energy of the person yeah. you're with. I'm like you water. Absorb. I yep. take the shape of other people's energies you do you absorb that yeah. which is great i mean i have the Sometimes, energy take it take it from me <laughs> yes you are overflowing with energy i'll take some of it overflowing <laughs> but no actually sometimes it can be bad like mm, if i'm in a room and somebody's like in a bad in mood. a bad place i like absorb Ooh. that too <laughs> i could see that happening yeah. um so okay. in today's episode we are discussing college careers careers Education. Education. Jobs. Jobs. Uh, the works. Yes. <laughs> um, because I, I I, had a couple questions. People wanted some advice about college. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, oh. I mean, it feels like it's been forever since we went to school, but really, it hasn't been. Yeah, it's been like a year For and a me, half. it's been two years. Like, almost yeah, two, two years. Or a little over two years? Wait. I graduated 2018 oh, right, right, from right. college. Okay. Yeah. My, I, 2019. Right. Mm, okay oh yeah I always think we were the same I always think but for some reason you were on my graduation ceremony list though yes because remember I I had one more class to take that I never it was creative writing and I I tried three semesters getting into it and I didn't get into it that's so weird so I I I was able to walk in commencement but I I was not actually graduated yet yeah but all my friends at that time Mm -hmm. were graduating and I was like I want to be a part of this group why not right yeah but i feel like you were there i have memories of, of that graduation day where you were there and i'm like Whoa, she wasn't there I though was not. you were there in spirit <laughs> i was probably i was thinking I about you even though you weren't there <laughs> yeah i was pretending you were sitting with us in our row yeah um okay so something i want to start with is mm-hmm. do we feel like a college degree is worth it what are your thoughts it depends on the person mm-hmm. because for some people like who know for sure exactly what they want to do in life and they're like I'm just gonna do a trade school right and that's great because your like line is specifically like that's your route I guess that's education still but I mean I mean for some people a college education is not worth it Mm -hmm. to some other people it's definitely worth it for me it was worth it because I gained so much like experience and knowledge and friendship and Same. Like, I think that I think what made it worth it for me was my experience my college experience like yeah. making the friends that I made mm-hmm. and it just like makes you think like differently in a good way like it doesn't change who you are because I've like there's so many like stereotypes of oh you went to college and now you're like so different like you think you're so great or something like yeah. that but it's it's not that it's like it just being around other people who are actively trying to better their knowledge mm-hmm. is contagious. Oh, it's so contagious. I and loved, it, yeah. I remember thinking just, just being in the classrooms, like, mm-hmm. that is infectious. Yeah. Especially when I it's, loved it. I mean, when it's something, like, that's kind of one of the signs, like, if you're in college and you're, like, questioning, is this actually worth it? Like, one of the signs, <clears> like, <throat> are you loving it? Or do you hate it? Like, that's fundamentally what it right, is. Right. Like, before you go to college, do you love school or do you hate it? Yeah. If you hate it, you're probably not going to enjoy college. Yeah. 
unless there's like some very specific thing that you're interested in that you're going to learn Yeah. yeah because like regular education it's like very broad so like maybe you hated high school or or just education um and but you have a specific interest I'm going to need yeah. a degree for it, right? That's when it would be helpful. Um, but yeah, I guess if you're like, if you do decide to go to college and you're like in it and you're hating it, maybe that's like a sign that maybe that sp- like specific area of study is not for you. Right. And because, of course I'm thinking of, I'm not even, I wasn't even considering COVID unfortunately, but yeah. right now, if you're, this is your first year in college, you go to online. Oh school. my God. And I don't even know how to handle that. Yeah. I can't I, so, even... I'm, I guess I'm just imagining this in the world, right? Like, in- right. Is it worth it now? Let's, let's mm. put that into context. I think it's probably not worth it to go to some like really, really expensive school if it's going to be online. I, yeah. When you can get probably just as great of education. Right. Um, so, unless you need the prestige. I'm going to think about it like, yeah. I'm going to say that it is worth it. Mm-hmm. I majored in literature and writing studies, so did you, because English was the subject that I enjoyed the most. Like, for as long as I can remember, English classes have always been my favorite. Like I said in our previous episode, I originally wanted to be a teacher, so I thought that literature and writing was the right avenue to go down, Mm -hmm. and I was advised to take that route. But over time, I realized it wasn't for me. Uh, My heart wasn't in it. Yeah. And that's okay. You... I feel like, especially if it's your first year, they give you that leeway. They give you the yeah. opportunity to change your major. You started to change off your mind, yeah. as a nurse, a nursing major. Yeah. Nursing? So I was my whole life. I kind of knew that like writing and that kind of was my main interest. But I was kind of like in the mindset of like, oh, you don't go to college for that. Like you I go know. to college for something more like specific that's going to land you a job. <clears throat> yes. And so. I had this idea, like, my whole my whole family's very much in, like, the health uh, career mm. path, and so I was heavily influenced by that, and I was like, you know what, I really want to help people. I don't know how or in which way that's going to look like, but nursing, that seems like a practical thing, so mm. I applied for, I applied for colleges as a nursing, like, major or whatever, and then um, I decided to change my mind. And I actually then switched it to literature and writing. Here's the thing. Okay. So then I switched it to literature and writing before I went to college. And then I changed my mind again back to nursing. So I ended up my first two, two and a half years in college were for nursing. And I was just about to ask you how long. I thought it was only like a year. No, yeah. It was like two, two years. And I think halfway through... Yeah, so, like, two years and one one extra semester, and I just, like, I was still interested in it, but I was very unhappy. Mm. Um, like, I was getting... and With the workload, it, I imagine. It takes a really special kind of person to, like, pursue nursing, and I think... If you're like, one of those people, power to you. Yeah, and I was, like, I felt, like, a certain level of defeatment. I was, like, mm. I'm not... I don't think I'm cut out for this. And so I felt kind of bad. I was like, I just spent all this effort, yeah. all this time, which is very valuable, like, cause time is money literally in college. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I spent all this like time and effort into pursuing something that I ultimately found out that was making me miserable. Mm. And so 
I had like so many different breakdowns over it, but I realized at the end of the day, like my happiness is more important to me than yes. me trying to get a job that I maybe will like, but probably will be miserable in. And so I switched back to literature and writing and I was like, and if you didn't do that, huge, we wouldn't have met. Right. I felt a huge <laughs> weight lifted off of me. That's good. Um, That's and great. like when I started going to those literature and writing classes, I felt I could in imagine my you, place. I could imagine you change. I could imagine your, I don't know, something about like you are so in your element when mm-hmm. we're talking about like literature and mm-hmm movie inter- any form of like entertainment any any form mm-hmm. of art like you're so in your element that I could I could imagine that changed you so much when when you ended up changing yeah I felt like a different person wow like, I could only ima- yeah I could I yeah when I was I like that. trying to do the labs and like trying to be interested and in, like I would I never know. yeah so uh, yeah that's I think I think deep in my core I wasn't expecting I wasn't expecting much out of a degree prior to going to college I, yeah Sure, I had my hopes and dreams of what kind of jobs I could get with this degree under my belt. Mm-hmm. But most of all, I, I just enjoyed it. I enjoyed literature and writing mm-hmm. and creative writing. Yeah. So for me, I wouldn't take back my my college experiences for anything. Mm-hmm. Um, there are times when I look back and I think that I probably could have applied myself more. Um, oh, but <laughs> I, I, I believe I did all I could do at that time in my life. Yeah. Um, I, I made lifelong friends. I connected and learned from people who had different life experiences than me. Mm-hmm. I found That's mentors really and professors. And although I, I don't keep in touch with any of them, I, I still remember their lessons. And I often turn to, still turn to their advice to yeah, this day same. when I'm in need of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so the memories I have, I wouldn't trade for anything. Yeah. Same. I wouldn't have met you. Yeah. And I, I can, went, life is inconceivable listen, without you. Listen, guys. I went into debt just to meet Ashlyn. <laughs> that's that's it. Like that's the reason. <laughs> Damn, I'm just kidding. Was that worth it? Yeah. <laughs> of course. Oh <laughs> my god. Um. So yes, you always hear things like, "You will hate having student loans." Like your mm-hmm. college experience isn't worth the money right. that you will spend to mm-hmm. have it. Your degree doesn't mean anything. Like you'll yeah. hear stuff. I still hear stuff like that. Oh, same. Um. I think already we've shared an important lesson. If you're not mm-hmm. enjoying what you're doing. Yeah. And it's going to have that toll on you, mm-hmm. that negative toll on you. Maybe you need to change that. Yeah. Right? Like, I, I think if you don't enjoy the subject that you are mm-hmm. studying, that you're majoring, that's a huge deal. That's, yeah. Every class you take is going to be for that particular subject. Yeah. Uh, you're going to be miserable. Yeah. Of course, after you do your juju. Right, 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 right. But... Yeah, I and think you have to you have to find something that you enjoy. Yeah, and I think too college is like a really great time to make those life like those decisions because not to, not saying that you can't change your like totally do 180 with your career if you're right. in a career and you hate it and you want to change like please your happiness is more important. Um but when you're in college you're likely at a place where you can make those big switches if you need to yeah so and I I know it feels like the end of the world like I I mean we said this about high school too but Mm -hmm. I felt the same in college I was like wow what I'm doing right now is going to really affect my future and and yes it does to a degree but it doesn't have to you don't Mm -hmm. have to let it consume like you don't have to let it consume you I think that was one of the the 
bigger things that I was thinking of when I decided to switch was because I was like, listen, I'm not happy now. I'm trying to envision myself in this career 20 years from now and still not being happy and then trying to change careers like 20 years from now when I'm not happy. Like it would be a lot harder for me to change my mind like in the future when I'm very settled um, than it would have been as hard as it was at the time. It's like, yeah. Right. And I, there's so much pressure that, Posi- I almost said Poseidon. <laughs> there's so much pressure that I society. I going to say Poseidon. I was like, wait. Poseidon. What does he have to do with this? You're like, wait, are we talking about mythology? <laughs> um, and that pressure that society puts on us yeah. to find a job right after college, like that shit is real. That pressure mm-hmm. is real. Yeah. And I, I, that hit me hard. Like after I graduated and I spent, I literally spent an entire year searching and mm-hmm. applying for different jobs Yes, same. And either the fit was either the fit wasn't right. And then I kept thinking, like, if I had majored in something else, would I have an easier easier experience finding a job or a Mm -hmm. career? But then I remember that writing skills are important anywhere you go at any job. Mm -hmm. And I feel that I have gained something special from reading a more diverse collection of books than anyone else I know ever has. Yeah. Like think about it. We've read we we yeah, our school we was very focused on very, cultural very studies Im- too. Very immersive, I felt though yeah. too. Like, um, b- so because of literature, yes, I, I felt like I've gained. I feel like I've I have something special. Mm-hmm. I-, I I haven't given up. Mm-hmm. I want to say that too. I'm I'm still searching for jobs. I'm still putting myself out there. But my goal right now is is literally just to make enough money to live. Yeah. To pay bills. To pay mm-hmm. my rent. Like. Well, and, listen. And eventually, what... I do hope to move out of state. Yeah. But here's the thing. I think you are you about to say that there is so much pressure put on us, and it doesn't have to be that way. Like mm-hmm. most people don't find it's not end all be all. Mm-hmm. I know that's like, like a... one of our catchphrases for this podcast. <laughs> it's not end all be all. Yeah. You're not going to find your, you have to accept because Mm -hmm. I I don't think I grasped this. You don't have to find, and you probably won't find your career, your lifetime job job, out of college. Right. You might have an assortment of odd jobs, which I have. I have. I do too. And it's, it's, your current location is not your final destination. And I hate when like people kind of assume like uh, the idea of a career like is such a thing that was very it was a lot more popular I want to say like back in the day whereas now I feel like a lot of people are having like jobs here and there and it's not like some like nine to like there are a lot of jobs still out there like that but it's not like a nine to five I see what you're saying super like career going up the ladder type job Mm -hmm. Um, probably going to go through a lot of different jobs yeah and I've I've learned to take each day as it comes, rather than letting the future consume all of my thoughts, which mm-hmm. it's tough not to do that, but it, it's exhausting, first of all. Yeah. Like I just said, my current location, it's not my final destination. And mm-hmm. I have to keep reminding myself that because yeah. I put a lot of pressure on myself. Family members even have put so much pressure on me. Like, mm-hmm. have you found a new job yet? Yeah. Don't listen to those people, mm-hmm. first of all. That's my advice. <laughs> I saw this quote a couple days ago that said, the best work of your life will be on yourself. Oh, yeah. And I, I resonated with that a lot because I feel as though 
some people view the job that you have as a representation of your of who worth you are, and yeah. who you are and it does not have to be that way right it should not be that way in my opinion mm-hmm. just because you're trying to make ends meet doesn't mean you're not successful right i and also that like stigma around like oh you don't have a career you might you must not be as like on my level or you might not be successful right and I, that's so not true. <laughs> I know. And I think, I don't know where it came from, but I have this idea of success. Yeah. I have, I, I want to create a success story mm-hmm. for myself. I want to prove myself. I don't know where that came from. I think that's a it lot It's got to be normal, right? Yeah, it's something that's in innate. our nature. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But I've been struggling with this idea lately that what I'm doing in my day-to-day life isn't enough. Mm-hmm. It's not helping others. It's not making a difference for anybody. I don't feel fulfilled mm-hmm. by my job. Sometimes I, I believe what I'm doing does make a small difference, that I am positively impacting someone's day. Yeah. But most of the time, I don't feel that's enough. Mm-hmm. So I'm struggling to... Listen. I'm trying to find... You're doing some of that right now, <laughs> even though you're not getting paid for it. But I mean, like... Right. Which ties into, like... Um, this to some it is a job like you can make a job out of podcasting but like to some it's a hobby and I think I think for us it's a we're not trying to make money right now right it's a hobby so like if you have if you have a job that isn't fulfilling something that you need like you can also make a hobby out of it right right it doesn't have to be you know yeah and I I also think too why am I trying to find fulfillment Mm -hmm. in a job like why am I expecting so much from a job yeah because I always hear things like my job gives my life meaning or like who would I be without my job statements like that yeah they make me wonder like what kind of job would make me feel that way (laughs) nobody what job is meant for me (laughs) even when nobody because even when you do get that job that you think that is gonna just make everything complete it doesn't and so that's why like even very very successful people who are like have fulfilled their dreams are very very unhappy people yeah yeah so it's not your job isn't going to like be a miraculous cure for like your that element in you that's like searching for more because you're always going to be searching for more when you like if you do land the job that you've always been wanting Mm -hmm. congratulate yourself sit with it for a sec but then do something else like move on move forward to like another goal yeah because if you're like well now what right so to always think of like trying to attain something or like a career or profession, like for me, I have this idea of like, oh, like I'm just going to, I still haven't completed my album, but like I just have this idea of like once I have it complete, I'm it's just going to be great. Mm-hmm. Or like once I do this or like once I, you know, try to like get signed, like it'll be all great. And like there's these like different things that we think once I get here. Right everything will be okay or I'll be happy yeah but if you look in your past and you thought that way and you're probably at a place right now where like five years ago you'd be like wow I really want to be in that place you're in that place now and you're still doing the same thing like looking for more are you happy yeah right I, I I sometimes do feel judged by others too like people do see the job yeah. that I have as a reflection of my worth mm-hmm. I struggle with the idea that my worth is measured by the job that I have, mm-hmm. and I don't like that. It, yeah. it should not have to be that way. I feel like 
we need to grow out of as a society we need to grow out of that um oh yeah that mentality yes for sure yes um aoc who i'm obsessed with as you know (laughs) if you know me you know i'm obsessed with her she said something on her ig page that i really resonated with so when someone asked her like in a q a they said are you ready to bartend again when you lose your seat on november 3rd yeah i saw that well her response was i'm ready to bartend any day of the week because I am not a classist who believes that a person's job is reflective of their human worth. And mm-hmm. when I saw her say that, I was like, <laughs> "Boom, Mike! Bartending is very similar to what I do. Yeah, that is customer true. service. Yeah." When she said that, something, some, I was like, woken up. Yeah, like, there's a lot of truth in that. Must statement. stay awake. <laughs> something, something sparked in me, and I was like, "She's right." Yeah. Like, but it's the way that we're treated. Yes. Doesn't make us feel like we right. are worth it makes us feel worthless yeah. useless mm-hmm. it should not have to be that way yeah I think that needs to be like a cultural mind shift I think so too and it's it's hard though when you especially when you're in college too like I remember people being like so what do you want to do what do you want to be oh yeah and or I'm like, like oh so you're gonna you're majoring in like you're gonna be a teacher exactly like, if you I had a dollar know. for every time someone said that to you I could pay off my debt you could <laughs> Wait, 30,000 people said that to you, Sarah? You know that many people? Pretty much, Oh, my God. Okay, no. So I – the idea that your career slash what you do Uh is all you are. That is such a limited way to think of yourself. Like, why? That just puts you in a box. Don't put me in a box. I wanted to say that to so many people when I was in college. Yeah. Like, just because I'm majoring in literature and creative mm-hmm. or literature and writing, yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't mean this is all I am. It doesn't right. mean it this doesn't... is all I want to do. There's yeah. so much I want to do. Yeah. But, and my degree might not help me get there. Right. It might. Yeah. But for me, yes, it was worth it mm-hmm. because of what I learned from it, because yeah. of what I gained from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not, it's not trying to identify you in like make you live in a box of like just you and your that one interest yes and when you choose a degree it feels or when you choose a major it feels that way yeah I remember um because I don't know why I had this thought it it might like resonate with other people it might not but like I felt like okay this is my thing I can only be interested in this thing Mm. and then I was like wait I have a lot of other like strange weird interests that I can be just as passionate about um but just because it's something I didn't major in or something I didn't study doesn't mean I can't be passionate about it yes and like do things related to it I felt that way you know about many different things but then I was like oh wait it's okay to be like passionately interested in things that you didn't study right like and you might even get a job in one of those fields you you never know yeah exactly yeah so <laughs> that's powerful that's powerful Sarah I've definitely thought that too yeah yeah because I think worse growing up you're kind of so focused on like trying to um fit yourself into like these different categories mm-hmm. and like us humans we like labels we like quantifiable <laughs> measurable things and so like as soon as like you start to like maybe lean towards something else you're like whoa whoa stay in your lane yep and sometimes other people will say that too and you're like so you learn to stay in the lanes right mm-hmm. but it's okay to like 
go wherever. It's okay to color outside <laughs> the line, sister. Go wherever you want to go. <laughs> Swerve. <laughs> Swerve. I majored in this. Just kidding. I'm going to do this. Yeah. That's so. crazy. Like, I'm trying to think of, like, I could only imagine the work, the amount of work you had to do to study to be a nurse, like, in those two years that you were doing it. Oh, yeah. It was crazy. Oh, my God. I, okay. And then I, on top of that, I had to have like a year experience of volunteering so I worked at a hospital for a year oh my god and I saw some crazy shit I didn't know that you worked at a hospital for a year yeah well it was like volunteer Mm. but it was I I mean I knew you you were a nurse nursing for a while but I didn't know that oh my god yeah I had to like uh, one time because I switched a lot of different spots in the hospital so once I was doing like um the one that stuck with me the most was the emergency room. Mm. And oh, my God. I just, like, when you're in a career like that, you have to, like, compartmentalize. Um, because if you don't, like, it could, like, have serious effects on your, like, mental health and well-being. And, and I kind of saw that with the people that were working there. Like, you have to develop this mindset of, like, becoming desensitized. Um, so like, I mean, this is really sad, but I remember one day I was in the emergency room working behind the desk and an old man passed away in the emergency room. And I kid you not like notice respect to like nurses or whatever, but they were already making jokes about it (gasps) like a minute later. And that was like one of the deciding factors because I'm a very emotional person and I, like, the f- the idea of me having to become desensitized mm. was like, wait, like... Wait, so to them, it was just another dead guy? Yeah, it was just another day on the job. And, oh. like, that just makes you, like... I could That never. just gives me so much more respect for healthcare workers because, like, me, I'm a writer and a musician. Like, my feelings are, like, what I, like, drive yeah. off, like, what I am fueled off of and like the idea of like me becoming that kind of person was a big deciding factor of not doing that career so yeah if uh tip and also though do they have to it's almost like they have to find some way to joke about it or else they're gonna 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 how are they gonna cope with it right oh my god yeah I've never thought of that Mm -hmm. how else are they gonna like I don't know, live with themselves. Like I mean, they, you need to find something to joke about or else you're just going to be miserable yeah, working. exactly. So that's, that's – I, I saw – I understood why they were doing but it. But it, it was – But I was like, I don't want to do You don't, do yeah. That, I wouldn't know? either. So, I wouldn't either, no. Yeah. Um, so we've talked about some of the pros and the cons of, of, of college, mm-hmm. of education. Um, I guess edu- college education, I should say. Mm-hmm. What – other than, like, student – debt student loan debt which i'm hoping will be forgiven soon here's hoping here's hoping um other than that what Mm -hmm. is another con because i feel like other than what we've already described Mm -hmm. what's another con like think about day-to-day life 
Mm-hmm. Other than yes, it's expensive. My textbooks were so yeah. because we we majored in lit, we had to buy so many different books. And mm-hmm. I remember most of them were kind of cheap. Yeah. But like the, the heavy the heavy the like the hef- theory books. Yes. They were so expensive and I had to go to like the dark web to get them. And of course, me being like so attached to books, like once I read something, I can't get rid of it. Same. Also, like when I loan people books, I'm like, "Um, bitch, give it back. Yeah. Can I have it back now, please? Even if I never read it again, please give it back to me. (laughs) I used to be that same. You still have one of my books from school. I know. It's okay though. It's okay though because listen, once I moved out of my parents' house into my own apartment, (laughs) but even when I moved out, I didn't have anywhere to store my books. So Mm -hmm. I had to really narrow it down. Oh, it was so hard. I had yeah. to narrow down what books I was keeping and what, what books I was either donating or, like, mm-hmm. just keeping. I don't actually think I kept any of them at my parents' house. I think I donated most of them. Mm-hmm. But, oh, my God. Like, it was hard because I, I if I loved a book, like, what was James, James Joyce? Mm-hmm. Am I ever going to open that book again? <laughs> Probably not. And he talks about the stream of consciousness, yeah. which in our last episode we talked a little bit about. But, yes, yeah. everything mm-hmm. comes full circle. But I, I, I looked at this James Joyce novel and I was like, am I ever going to open this again? <laughs> Probably this is, not. Yeah. But did I love it? Yes, I did. Yeah. It was I, hard to part with it. You're, mm-hmm. I feel like you're very sentimental about, like, yeah. object. Like, well, what is that called? Um you're very sentimental basically mm-hmm. and I am too mm-hmm. I have a hard time letting go of of my belonging like my things that mm-hmm. mean something that I have a, I have a memory attached to them like even mm-hmm. a piece of clothing yeah like say I have this jean jacket mm-hmm. that I wore in high school <laughs> something yeah. big happened to me like I have to keep that because yeah. but it's so bad to have that because at the Dude, same time I yeah. want to be like minimalist and I like know, right? Marie Kondo like the new thing that <laughs> yeah, everyone's I need doing to Marie Kondo does it bring books. you joy but then you're like yes but my yes. memories bring me joy this all these I'm books- gonna keep it. All these books bring me joy. <laughs> Sorry. And you can't like lug them around though because they're so heavy. I yeah. I did I forgot how heavy yeah. they were when I was moving. I was so- I know. I just <gasps> I just moved out and I was like <laughs> Yeah. Most of the boxes that um they're fucking in storage books. are bo- are books. Yeah, my friend was like helping me carry them. She's like, "What's all what's in all of this?" I'm like, "Books." You're like, "Books from college." <laughs> it's either books or clothes. Mm, that's about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> books clothes records vinyls mm. I had a lot of that too I was like oh man it's hard uh, to part with that stuff and yeah. I I had to really consider what I wanted to keep and what I didn't because I had limited storage at my apartment mm-hmm. so I I really had to be hard on myself yeah. be strict I was like does this book not only bring me joy but will I, <laughs> but read, will it I read it again? again or like gaze through the pages mm-hmm. sometimes I love to do that yeah when I'm looking for inspiration um sometimes I I'll like do to same. go back Actually, one time um, I was trying to write a song. I was trying to get all like technical about writing a song because a lot of times it comes pretty naturally. Like, I'll, like something will come, and then I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna write, mm-hmm. it, do this, follow this like train of emotions or thoughts. Mm-hmm. But one day I was like, um, okay, so I'm gonna have a thesaurus oh, next what? to me. I'm gonna have like a stack of books, and what? Then, <laughs> I know you're laughing. It sounds absurd, but. Um, I'm trying to and, see where you're going with it. And then I had um, my guitar, and I was like, okay, so I'm going to open up this book, fi- <laughs> like, just do a random page, and then find a line, and, like, look for the, like, meaning in that line, or whatever, mm. and, like, write about that. That seems like a lot of work, Sarah. It was. It- Wait, but that also reminds me of, like, <clears throat> a creative writing prompt that we, like, would have gotten in creative yeah. writing when we took that together. Yeah. Like, it remember, take helped- different sentences and, like put them all together and even if it doesn't make any sense do it anyway and it'll end up being either funny or like 
Well, I didn't I didn't use the lines in the book as the lines in the song. They were just like a oh. springboard for like ideas to come uh, off of. Oh, like right? oh, the so context like, of so the So like sentence. if the line said like like she gazed longingly as she hung up the phone mm. or something like that, I would see that. I'd be like, "Okay, what was that?" Oh. What can I write a song like start like the verse on like oh kind of that emotion following that like mm. what's going on like just kind of that's a creative writing prompt that's a prompt <laughs> you just created <laughs> okay <laughs> but yeah I ended up writing a song and it actually turned out pretty good after it it's not going to be on the album but it's one of the wow one of the songs I wrote that's a bonus song yeah for, I can't uh, wait to hear it I cannot wait to hear it yeah. um I love that I cannot wait to hear it so what where were we going with with this conversation? We digress. We yes. digress, but it's, it's okay. okay. It's our podcast. We, we do digress. what we want. We do what we want. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh yeah, more cons. I think oh, we were right. trying we're to find cons. And suddenly I was t- <laughs> talking about writing a song. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> we can do what we want. Right. Um. Do you want to know what I think another con is? Yeah. Um. Lay it on me. <laughs> I don't really think that there's many. Like, to some people, there might be a lot more cons than pros. But um, I think one of them was, like, uh, the element of pressure. Um, Because you're, like, this is kind of something you're going to experience in life anyways. But I guess this is just a condensed setting. Mm. Um, You're in a... you're studying an area where a lot of other people have similar interests and you're all going to be at different levels. Um, right. And I think sometimes I would look at people who were like already had jobs in the profession that they were studying or like they were at like some elite like writership like level, you know, when we like shared yep. creative stuff, and there was this always that one guy who just like blows the like room, and up. he had like a, a very like <clears throat> exotic name. Yeah, was, yeah, oh yeah. And I know who you're like, talking. I'm not gonna say his name. Okay. But I know who you're talking about. <laughs> and you're just like, wow, I'm never gonna, mind blown. I'm never gonna. His like, abilities achieve were mind blowing. Yeah, yeah. You're like, I'm never gonna achieve that level. God, so the pressure's real. You're right. So it does have. Like, it could be very easy to, like, compare yourself Mm -hmm. to these people. Like, Mm -hmm. I did that, too. I was like, wow, like, why am I even studying this? Like, I'm not At one point, I thought that, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think that would be a con, but that's, like, not really a con. That's just something you have to be careful about. And maybe that's true for um, other other majors, too. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure it is. But for something about, something about for lit and writing, like, especially when we had to share our own personal yeah there's something we about had to like share creative our, endeavors yes versus like sharing and your then you study, share yours like and your, you're like you you feel really confident about it it's like of you yeah and you part of you feels pretty confident you're like no mm-hmm. if, if this if i'm staying true to myself it's gonna be good right mm-hmm. and part of you thinks because you've put so much work into it yeah it's gotta be good like and right. i always would think like it can't be the worst one right i, yeah. I would always think right that. i would, I would have that mindset that. too and then someone else would share and and i would be like why the f- like what made me yeah. think this was good like yeah. because what that person like read was like mm-hmm. so what's the word mm-hmm. i'm trying to think of not significant but like it was very um profound yes it was very profound and i was like oh what yeah, i wrote so is nothing compared yeah, to that it's easy to get judgy <laughs> it yes um, and i felt too i don't know if you felt this but i felt like at least in my um i almost said my 
generation. That makes no sense. You literally <laughs> are class. my class. Yes, in in my class, especially the people I graduated with, like there was it was got very clicky. Like yeah, if you were like really, if you were just like trash, like don't even lie to yourself. If you were complete <laughs> trash and you were like, like remember, I was someone had to like share a poem once, and the poem mm-hmm. was literally one line. It was she like shared a one liner, <laughs> and and our professor was like. Yeah, so in case you didn't understand the prompt <laughs> and like so oh god that was so that was so bad I called her trash but if you were bad no, okay. if you were not necessarily a great yeah writer like you were kind of shunned yeah and th- we got clicky I know I think that's like fault of like also it's fault of our own but also like certain like sometimes professors can like perpetuate that yes. feeling. Oh yeah, because they choose favorites. Oh yeah. for sure. Yeah. Our professors definitely chose yeah. favorites. That's so I I my I first my first year I don't think they I don't think they did or maybe I just uh-huh. didn't notice it. Yeah. But I once you start to pick up on that, you get yeah. kind of I got I hurt. Think, I think it's because um you're like more likely to have that professor again like once you get further into college. Which I didn't realize that when I first got to Cal State, I didn't realize there were only that like could, yeah, seven like five lit professors. Like, you would have them, yeah, repeatedly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think in that way, it's like I don't know if they like purposely choose. I, I don't think, think they do. I don't like think they do either. Because like, imagine if right. you were a professor and some you like, had you just someone have a you really like. You're like connected with. You're like, yeah, like this dude's great. Or yes, like, whatever. Exactly. So I, I I tried not to take it too personally because I understood that yeah. there was like a bond happening, which and and I had a bond with some people too, but. Yeah. Not every professor, but I mm-hmm. felt like there was always like that, like one or two people. That, like every professor loved them, and you always felt <laughs> yeah. left out. Yeah, I mean, hey, yeah. that, I'm sure that happened in high school for some people yeah. too. That's not just college. Any mm-hmm. any school or teaching environment, I feel yeah. like that could happen in mm-hmm. for sure. That yeah. is another con. I I definitely agree with you. We got clicky, yeah. so it can really make pressures you, real. Like okay, so if you go into college and you're like very passionate about a certain certain um subject and you want to make a career out of it and then for some reason your college experience wasn't good it can like change your like how you feel about you're like oh never mind maybe I shouldn't pursue my dreams yes and so that could be a fault but like it just depends on like what college you go to like how what your experience is like and Mm -hmm. um how encouraging it is like if the environment is encouraging or if you if you often feel like compared and like put down yeah that would be a con but I never I didn't really have that experience too often most yeah of the I, time, I have to say Sarah I'm happy we were pretty supportive I'm happy that you and I weren't the two that got shunned like, yeah <laughs> I just want to say let's get it out of the way we were not two of the people that got shunned yeah but I feel bad for the people that did yeah. now that I'm looking back Mm-hmm. Not that we bullied them. Not that yeah, they were bullied. But they're just, they might just be at different levels. Yes. And like there's like passion is still very valid. And like you just, I don't know, maybe need to work a little bit more on it. Doesn't mean you should <sighs> yes. give up. Like, cause I could see like if, if I was not like, if I was a person who was like maybe not that great at it and I was in like a very vulnerable place and I had a bad experience. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I would like drop out and be like okay I'm not gonna do this just kidding I'm not gonna do this yeah so I do feel too like sometimes I wish I didn't ever live on campus in the Mm -hmm. dorms sometimes Mm -hmm. I wish that I had gone to like a college and like lived Mm -hmm. I don't know like that that part of the college experience Mm -hmm. I I kind of I don't want to say regret I kind of wish I had that but at the same time I've saved so much money for not doing not going that route Mm -hmm. not doing that 
Yeah. I stayed one year on campus, but... Oh, I didn't know you did. Yeah. I learned something new about <laughs> you every time we record an episode. Yeah. But um, it was kind of a oh, wait. toxic Actually, environment. Actually, I, I, I think I did know that. I didn't like it. It was pretty toxic. Like, because mm. uh, it was my first year, and so, like, we weren't 21 yet, and... There was like a huge thing about like checking the dorms for like Ooh. alcohol or like anything that illegal. Like you also couldn't have candles, so like they were checking for that kind of stuff. Really? Oh, in case you could burn the place down. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, like you couldn't put nails in the wall and stuff too. But um, yeah, so the girls that I were I was roomed with, it was just not. <laughs> That's another thing too. Yeah. Like, were you able to choose your roommates? Or did you have you to? Could like, if you, you somebody, you could if you knew somebody. But I, you can if you know somebody. But I didn't know anybody, so I'm like, yeah, just put me with whoever, <laughs> I guess. That's another thing. The commute, I guess, could be a con. If you yeah. don't end up dorming, living on campus, the commute, I guess, is. Or if it's online, the commute from your bed to the, <laughs> from the what? table could get kind of expensive. <laughs> Sarah, what the fuck? <laughs> online school yes you're right and and now it's from the bed to the chair how long do you think it's going to be online school for during covid this covid situation i I have to say i feel so bad for the teachers i feel very bad for the teachers i feel extremely bad for the students too because Mm -hmm. we had such an amazing i'm gonna speak for the person person i loved our experience yeah i would i feel just the thought of doing that i would have hate mm-hmm. i can only imagine how much i would not have liked it how and, much they're upset yeah. about that i can only imagine and you don't get to have that like face-to-face experience with the professors who i don't know sometimes it just doesn't translate well like because you know when yeah. you have like a specific professor who's very like um enthusiastic yeah. about the subject it kind of rub- rubs off on you i don't know if in a trans- class environment yeah. yes i don't know if that translates well over how could online. it how <laughs> could it on Zoom, how could yeah, it translate? It, it doesn't. I feel so bad for them. I'm. I have to say, I'm very glad you and I don't have to go through that. I'm glad yeah. we're done with school. I know. If I if ever... you're listening and you're not done with school, don't give up. Yeah. I'm sure it will be worth it for you mm-hmm. too in the long run. Like. Yeah. Even though we can't relate to the online learning aspect. Yeah, I mean, it's something to it. think about if up. I ever do graduate school, which is like I think That's, about it here and there. But I do too. I even told you once. I was like, if you do graduate yeah, school, I'll, I'll do, do it, it too. Yeah, I'll we'll do, do it at the same school. time because it's always nice to have a friend. Yeah. That you already know, like in your classes. Because mm-hmm. yes, it's it's nice and it's great to make new friends. I mean, we did a whole episode dedicated mm-hmm. to like friendship advice, but going through all of that with someone else for the first yeah. time and it's the first time for the both of you, like mm-hmm. it's it just that's like, special. Yeah. And I I think yeah, if you I recommend doing that if you can. Yeah. If you can. And there's like that one person you can stick with in each mm-hmm. class. Yeah. Find your person or people, <laughs> even though that ties into the clickiness of what we were just shooting yeah, down. I know, which but... is horrible. And now I'm thinking we should not have made, we should not have made that girl feel bad. But in fact, I don't even think we made her feel, I think we only thought these things. Like the difference is in high school, we said them out loud. Yeah. In college, you just thought it to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you just politely. That's the difference. It's, it, yes, it yourself. is bully. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's horrible thoughts, but mm-hmm. I never said, I mean, I'm sure I said them out loud maybe to you, but I, I never <laughs> said them out loud to anyone's face. Yeah. No one else did. But the fact is that we thought it and it's horrible. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't shun somebody for yes. making them there. Like I said in a previous episode, don't compare your chapter five yeah. to someone mm-hmm. else's chapter 15 like mm-hmm. don't compare your your strengths mm-hmm. to somebody isn't else. there a quote like comparison is the thief of joy yep 
I don't know who said that, but it's I'm glad you said it because I, I agree with it. <laughs> yeah. I agree with that. Um, we should not have made that person. Yeah. No. In yeah, my so, head, I should have never done that. I think on the topic of um, like f- having the thought that jobs define who you are, mm-hmm. um, like as a kid or even as adult now asking kids, it's interesting when we always ask them like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Like, what do you want to be when you get older? And, like, they'll normally reply with, like, oh, I want to be, like... Astronaut! Yeah, or, like, a firefighter or, like, this. And then, um, so the way it's phrased sets us up growing up thinking that, like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And then you instantly say a profession. So it kind of gets that, like, train of thought into your head that, like... it starts when you're young. What I do... It's who you... Is who I will be. Are. Yeah. Um... And ultimately, that's not it. Like, we should be asking them, like, what do you want to, like... What's something you want to what's your dabble pa- in? Like, <laughs> like, Don't ask a kid that. Because <laughs> they're like, like, my toys, yeah. my sandbox. The mud. <laughs> what does the word dabble mean? <laughs> no, I think it should, that question should be rephrased. Like, I think so, too. Let's change it right like, now. what are your passions? Like, maybe if they don't even what do you understand like to passion, do? Like, what do you like to do? What do you, what do you want to do? What is something you enjoy future? doing? Um, not what who, is something what you do could you see yourself be. doing? Yeah. yeah. If, or, I think you're right. We need to rephrase that. PSA, we're rephrasing <laughs> it here, right here, right now. Yeah, because I think, like, who do you want to be when you grow up? Like, I want to be a decent, loving human being. Yeah. And yeah. that is happy. And, like, that should be an answer to who do you want to be in the future. Because it's always we're always changing and things, our circumstances are, you know they can come like out of nowhere and like change your course instantly and so like having this idea of who do you want to be and you say a profession right like that ties you down to like this idea of like I have to be this or I have to be and that that. shit sticks with you like this is that's probably why I feel like Mm -hmm. I feel like I need to prove I feel like I need to prove yeah that I can do what I've always wanted to do or like what I've always said Mm -hmm. yeah it's definitely grilled into you when you're younger and that's not something that you forget when when you're asked that you don't you don't forget who asks you that either Mm -hmm. I know those people that Mm -hmm. you don't forget that what are some things that you said when you were younger um teacher I said Mm -hmm. teacher a lot um performer Mm -hmm. I wanted to be like I think at one point I not think, you wanted to be you wanted to do <laughs> I think I wanted to like I could have said race car driver at some point because my mm-hmm. dad was super into NASCAR yeah and I was like yeah I'm gonna be a race car driver one day as <laughs> if as if um and then I think teacher was like my main answer because I uh-huh. would always like pretend with my friends that I was like I would always get a whiteboard or like a, a chalkboard and like mm-hmm. I would pretend to be the teacher giving the lesson <laughs> or like I don't know some I would like pretend to be in a band like every mm-hmm. day I would have drums with like my wooden spoons and my little oh, I stools I would always be like um, or like a singer too like yeah or um I've always been told like by my aunt you should mm-hmm. do something in like voice animation Ashlyn because you're always doing little different voices and mm-hmm. like which is true like yeah. I still do that shit and I think it's so funny that she used we to should... say that to me she used to be like you should be in like and you should do animation like telling you yeah she would always like encourage me to do something down hey, that avenue. And you know what? That's a quick, great idea. Real quick, let's make a vocal reel for you. <laughs> okay, start now. 
I'm just kidding. Oh, wait. I <laughs> but was you gonna, can. I yeah, was do say, your wait. little voices. We'll make a voc- vocal reel. Sarah, I don't know what these things mean. Oh, it just means like a sample we gonna, of your... I thought we were going to start singing our cute little jingle that we're coming up with right uh. now. <laughs> okay. No. Okay. No, but what, are some of the, what are some of the things... Wait, for a second there, I thought we were going to start singing like, together, <laughs> and I was all for it. I was all for it. Okay, wait. What did you want to... What would you say? Um. Let's see. What are some of the things you would answer? So... I remember when I was in soccer, um, like if you grew up playing soccer, like oh. it was kind of expected like, oh, you want to be like you a be professional pro? soccer player mm. or like you want to be like a soccer coach or something. Oh. So I remember specifically one time when I was in club soccer, the coach, um, he's like, show of hands, how many of you want to be professional soccer players? And like everybody raised their hands and I didn't like... <gasps> I was like, maybe I do, but so, she different. So, so then I raised my hand because I was like, because you felt like you had to conform to society. Yeah, and I, like, Don't and then I Sarah. even started thinking like, maybe I do want to try to be like professional soccer player, and but obviously no, <laughs> but um, yeah. So I think professional soccer player. I think at one point it was like an actor or something, and I don't know. But largely it was always like I writing. Love- I love that when you were asked that, you had to like really give it some thought. You were like, at first I didn't raise my hand and then I did. You were like, you had to really think about it. That says, yeah. that says a lot because you are a deep thinker. Like, right? That's what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. Right? Uh, you were like, do I really? You were already being like. Questioning what. Yep. Deeply, you were already. Yep. What I wanted to be. Yeah. Like what I wanted to do. Um, an actor yeah I'm sure I said actor too yeah so in my dreams I actually I think I struggled a lot like even since I was a little kid like not knowing what I wanted Mm. to do um and because I was afraid that if I decided something it was going to define who I was Mm -hmm. and I was like as a kid you're not ready to define yourself yep like even now I'm not ready to say who like to completely define myself right mm-hmm. so I think maybe that's why I like writing in music is because it's like an exploration of self you mm-hmm. like have room to I explore yourself you don't you're not defining yourself I guess if that makes any sense it totally does I love that <laughs> I love so. that but um oh one thing I did want to touch on really quick was the, <laughs> the state of things in the world right now have seriously impacted jobs and like what jobs are looking like nowadays um like I've known a lot of people who have lost their jobs um through the pandemic and stuff Mm -hmm. and it made me think about like those monumental periods in history that have gone through like some crazy transformation like worldwide like you know like the industrial revolution the age of information um whatever we're in now but you know I just I feel like we're on the cusp of like another not something as big as like the industrial revolution in terms of jobs because if you think aren't about we in, aren't we in the age of technology or the age of um did we're in the digital age aren't we yeah like is that what we're in right now or was that age of information? digital age was like the early 2000s wasn't I it i have no idea what i wonder what we're in we need to find that i think out. it's changing though like I know that's what I'm trying to say like I think oh. we're changing into something mm. new and what's it gonna what that we won't know be? until like hindsight maybe um I think because if you're taking a look at the way that education and jobs are now like if you think about when people were just like only working in factories and stuff um like the idea of 
somebody's job just sitting behind a laptop all day like was incomprehensible Mm -hmm. to them like they didn't know what a laptop was like (laughs) um so I think it's going to be something similar to that in the future for us so like something that we can't even think about right now what a job would be Mm -hmm. and is going to be a job like because if you think about and it's so weird to think because I feel like all jobs have already been done does that make sense like yeah. Of course, we think that right now, but in the future, we're, we're yeah. Gonna there's going to be so many different job opportunities. Like, um, <laughs> so um, this one guy, he was like, "Sarah, um, they're uh, hiring for welders on the the rocket that's going to go to Mars. <laughs> Should I apply?" <laughs> it's my brother's partner. He said that. Oh and my I was god. Like, yes like i didn't even know that was a job they're hiring like welders for a rocket ship specifically for a rocket ship yeah wow i was like wow the one that's going to mars by by the way specifically (gasps) wait is he is he a welder no he's a tattoo artist okay so he just (laughs) thought maybe like but like he could dabble in welding for a little bit yeah i think he's trying to make a career shift um Mm. potentially um but yeah, I was just like, wow, I love that. Like, I didn't even think about that being a job. And so, like, there are so many niche jobs out there, and there will be so many more new jobs mm. that we can't even think about. And I think that's, we're starting to head towards that because, like I said, online things, um, education is very much online now, and so is so are jobs and, like, like tech-related things. like Even interviews are online. Interviews yeah. for these jobs are online. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I had, oh my Ugh. gosh. I, I prefer, a, obviously, I feel like I'm not the only one. I mm-hmm. know I'm not the only one. I prefer in person. How am I supposed to read the room? Mm-hmm. How am I supposed to get the vibe yeah. of the person I'm talking to if I'm not I with had, them in person? I had a phone interview and it was How'd like, go? it was really short. It went really fast. It was kind of like, um, I don't know, just kind of expected because mm. it was almost like I already kind of had the job. Um, and so it was like a follow up interview. Right? No, it was like, like the follow-up? first interview, but we had like email. Oh, we were okay. Emailing okay. Each other. Okay. Um, and it was just so quick and like so like not personal. It was kind of just like, so like you know like ask me like one or two questions and then okay so this is right. How, but I'm in like, person, it would I be played it up in my head of like all the ideas of going to an interview or like interviews I've done in the past. Like I just played it up like that, and then afterwards it was just a quick phone call. I was like that was weird like I did not like that yeah I wouldn't like that either yeah and I I even asked my sister-in-law because she's like really good with this kind of stuff she's um I was like how should I prepare for like a zoom interview or like a phone call interview she gave me like all these pointers but like really wow I don't know stuff like that is changing like very quickly so it just makes especially because of COVID yeah I think it's just and like what what are those like little officers called like COVID sanitizing officers mm, i don't know like there people uh companies are hiring people specifically to ensure oh, covid safety like a sanitizer like yeah or like um what are they called enforcer? i don't know sir i don't know this the person Something, who, yeah yeah so like those kind of jobs wow are popping up and so and you think okay wow we're gonna eventually need something better than zoom like zoom's great like but it's could be a lot better. Like there's going to be another company that comes out probably with better video yeah, first quality. First it was Skype. Soon, Bye Skype. Soon we're going to have is like, out. Yeah. Zoom is in. <laughs> then we're going to have some like maybe like 4D like version. Oh wow. Oh wait, what is that like thing? Virtual the, reality? No, no, no. 
hologram. Yeah, it's gonna somebody's gonna come after up with you, holographic. Wait, I just want to say, after you held out your hand out, you held out your palm like this, yeah. and then you did this. I immediately thought of Leia. I was like, okay, a hologram <laughs> of Leia. That's what I was I thinking. Knew it! That's what I was yes, thinking. Leia. Yes, yeah, that's what I was going to. Like, All hail sure. Carrie Fisher. <laughs> I knew that's yeah. you like um sh- like as if we were playing charades. That's what yeah. you did. And I was like, I was like Leia, like, Leia hologram. <laughs> like what's the word? I got so what's excited. Um, yeah, soon we're gonna have like holographic. I got so excited. I mean, and then you're gonna need IT for holographic mm-hmm. videos. Wow, <laughs> so, for your hologram, your yeah. hollow self. Um, yeah, you're gonna it's be not on a like selfie, you're it's gonna, a holly. You'd be on customer service like. It's not working. Uh, did you try turning it on and off again, oh. sir? <laughs> I like our more our more conversational yeah, I think, episodes. I think they're pretty fun. You never know where they're going to go. Because we did we did have notes, but exactly, mm-hmm. I like I like the uncertainty of where it's going to go. Yeah. <laughs> but I know wherever we go, Sarah is going to be entertaining and it's going to be fun. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys again for mm-hmm. joining us and listening. Yes. Two heads are better. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.